Hey everyone, welcome back to the last episode of Nintendo Rama. Closing time! Let's just take one more ride on this Nintendo adventure. A fond, fitting farewell, my friend. A fond, fitting farewell? The last episode. It's, uh... 72, though. We've gone for a while. We we gave it a good try. We we, we did things. We we recorded some stuff. We recorded 72 yeah. episodes worth. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And I'd say average, most of them were like an hour. That's a lot of time. It is a lot of time. And, you know, we had some people come on the show, talk about their games and stuff. Yep, yep. Had um, a few different guests. We saw a lot of changes with the Switch, you know, throughout its life cycle so far. Um, and, you know, there's still... Still no themes. No, there's still no <laughs> themes. I should, I, I should just name the pod. I shouldn't even name it like something corny like thank you. I should just say no more themes for our final episode. Right. No more themes. No more theme memes. But yeah, um, like Dave and I figured it's time to move on and not um you know continue the podcast do our own things and we're gonna still have our discord open and uh we just figured it was time to uh throw in the towel as they say yes this has nothing to do with me purchasing a steam deck last episode or dave fighting with me or um, dave fighting with you <laughs> we actually made it two years which is cool nice like, our first yeah, we episode, did. I went back, it was 3-30-2021 is when we posted it. So a little over two years. That's that's not bad, actually. No, it was a good run, man. Good run. Um, I... Had almost 1,000 plays. We had a little audience on Twitter and um, Anchor mm -hmm. and, you know, Spotify and podcast think listening in every week. And it was uh, it was cool. I thought it was fun. And, you know, we got some good experience out of it and always fun talking about games. Right. I agree. So, this episode is going to be a little different than our obvious usual ones. You know, it's mm. the last one. We're going to be more what looks, what the future looks like. Maybe do a little bit of look back, some predictions, maybe for fun, and uh, you know, just a little bit of a send off for the Nintendo Rama podcast. So then I have. Oh, go ahead. I heard you inhale. Nope, nope, nope. That was my water thing. Go ahead. Ah. Um, I have a question for you, then. Okay. As you are well aware, and so am I, we're not going to be talking about the news much, but there was an announcement that they're going to show one more final trailer for Zelda. Yes. A three-minute trailer. Yes. And I have a question about that for you. Let's hear it. Do you think that they are releasing this trailer... Because after that last um, quote-unquote deep dive into the game they did, um, they kind of just... The audience was kind of whelmed, I want to say. Like, yeah. the, re the yeah. response was a little meh. I, I have two opinions. Both might be a true. Uh, one, I agree. I think they need, like, a over the top, like, get you hyped, like, this is Zelda, this is what everyone's been waiting for, the Nintendo fans, the Zelda fans, just gamers in general, like, this is our swan song for the Switch. We need a really banging trailer. Right. On the second hand, 
I partially, possibly, maybe slightly also think this is related to the Discord leak and the subpoena that they issued. <laughs> and, like, trying to, like, CYA, like, hey, this was already leaked. We might as well officially announce some things and, like, show off some stuff that may have been leaked that we didn't talk about. Oh, so and I, I never... Both. Yeah, I, I, that might be the case. It's just, like, it comes at an odd time, like... Um... Super odd. Would have been better to do it today, because today, the day of recording, is actually exactly one month from the release of Breath of the Wild. There's a kingdom. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And, you know, they've been pushing um, Advance Wars pretty heavy, because I think they're trying to get over the stigma of the fact that they delayed it, like, two or three times. They're like, no, it's really coming next Friday, the 21st. Like, please be prepared. And, you know, we've been seeing content. They gave us a cool overview trailer that was, like, six minutes long, so... Definitely a little odd timing-wise, but maybe it is because it's like a month away. Who knows? Yeah, you know, get that. Uh, they they did plenty for Advance Wars. I want to say they did a like what was it six eight minutes video talking about the new modes right. and stuff that were in there and the rewind mode and all that. Well, it's also like I mean, there's definitely new stuff in there. Don't get me wrong. And there's um, it's two games, not one, but mm-hmm. you know what you're getting with those games if you even played or remotely seen the GBA games. Like they're not changing the story you know like right you know what happens you know the maps they're adding in a bunch of stuff and i'm super hyped for it but it's not like a new ip or a new game whereas this is so maybe they're like i don't know let's not rest on our laurels (laughs) yes but on one hand um when was advanced wars days of ruin released um days of ruin for ds was released in 2006 2006. damn Two thousand eight. So that's like fifteen years ago. In the meantime, we have a whole new generation of gamers that need to be introduced to Advance Wars. Wasn't there one? Is that nope. the third? Is that the third one? Days of Ruin is the last one that they. Isn't ever there one in away. between? Um, no. There's only three. The, well, Days of Ruin is the 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 one that doesn't have Andy. It has new characters. Oh, yeah, it has that edgy box art. Yeah, it also has more edgy gameplay. Like, it's less cartoony and more realistic. Like, it, it, it went back to what um, Famicom Wars looked like with, like, the more yeah, realistic looking yeah. soldiers. The edgy box art with that guy with the white hair who looks like he's from Tekken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yes. this game was cool. I like it. I can't hate. I mean, the stylus with uh, Advance Wars is kind of a game changer. Right. Um, I don't remember if they said touchscreen support for the new games. Like, it would be cool if they had that just as a little novelty for um, map designing, because you can do that in these games, because I have the stylus from some game. That would be mm-hmm. cool, but uh, I mean... Yeah, I mean, I'm excited. And for Zelda, I'm definitely excited. Three minutes uh, tomorrow. We're also getting Final Fantasy sixteen news tomorrow, which is cool, so that's a pretty exciting day. And then on Friday, we have Mega Man, so cool week so far. I mean, I've been waiting for this collection since... We may have even talked about that collection as far back as the first episode, like me wanting the Advanced Network, uh, Battle Network collection. It's actually kind of disappointing. Um, my copy has been delayed until Tuesday. Um, I have uh, mine, um, what do you call it, store pickup. But, uh, I mean, yeah. I saw it was actually sold out in one or two places. So, I mean, it's crazy. You're getting a lot of value for this. These games are expensive if you try to buy them like even used, like the originals. Yeah, um, I have... It's crazy. Okay, so here are the ones... I've only played one and five. Um, one, Which is crazy. <laughs> okay, so when I was, like, 
way younger. I played one on an emulator. Right. And then um, somebody told me, hey, it's on sale at your local toy store. Go pick it up now. And <laughs> during my 15-minute break at school, I j- jumped on my bike, biked to the toy store, purchased a game, and back so that I could play it right away when I was done with school. Um, I, I think I, they're, they're solid games, man. Um, you know what this just, game has? It's so good. You know what these Mega Man games have in common with some Mario games? What? Um, especially Paper Mario, The Thousand Year Door, and uh, Mario Luigi Superstar Saga, and Mega Man Battle Network 1 and 5. The entire game I can play without too much of a hassle, and then that final boss is always like a massive blockage for me. Like, there's no getting past that. The, um, and the game, there's 10 games in this collection, which is crazy. And I'm telling you, man, each of these games are really expensive secondhand, so it's nice to have them in one little neat collection and we you know we have like pretty much every Mega Man game on the switch now like except like take one or two the 3d ones yeah i think we don't have legends and maybe one other one but like that's crazy that really is crazy and they have um chip data for some download chips from back in the day and Mm -hmm. there's like 500 chip cards in total and there's multiplayer and they have some high resolution yeah. filters and like all the characters. Um, I think right. I've played pretty much all of them. I actually don't think I played number six, uh, which is in this collection, and I didn't realize that until later. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm excited to just go through it and. Oh, play. I was gonna like... mention. The only reason I played five is because I already bought plenty of Nintendo games back in the day, and this was when. Nintendo, I believe it's called Club Nintendo in the U.S., but in Europe it was called Nintendo VIP. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And um, Mega Man Five was redeemable. You could buy it with your points. I had ten thousand points, I believe. I redeemed them. I got a copy of Mega Man Five shipped on DS. That's sick. Yeah, it was. Um, that's that's how I played it. And then I had to look up a guide on how to defeat the final boss, and you know. I, because I'm a scrub lord, but it comes at those Mega Man games. Um, They're hard, man. They're hard. I like that um, they have the high resolution filter that they used in the Legacy Collection because you can mm-hmm. change the jagged edges to make them a little softer. And you know, most of these were on handheld devices, so that's the other thing I'm excited for: being able to play them on a big screen. Like, not everyone has a Game Boy, a GameCube player, Game Boy GameCube player. So, just being able to play them on the big screen and on my OLED is going to be sick. I'm so excited. The only thing I wish is that they also included Network Transmission, that that really rare GameCube game. That was a good game. That's a hard one to get to still. The uh, They also have uh, like a music player and an art gallery, which is always cool. So yeah, Capcom, Capcom's doing things. I need Capcom to release a Mega Man Gems collection that has like all the missing all games. All the ones like... that they haven't put on Switch. <laughs> yes, it, it'll be like... Um, they can call know, the uh, Lost Files. Like uh, Network Transmission. Um, what else wasn't on Switch? At this? Um, I believe Command Mission and wasn't Legends. on Switch. And Legends. So that could be like a collection in and of itself. Like they call it um, the Last Files. The Lost Files. And you'll be good. Mega Man Legends is kind of... Uh... <laughs> a little off. I mean, I don't know. Okay. Okay, if they were to port Mega Man Legends, would you want the PlayStation version or the N64 version? Yeah, that's what I was thinking about. I mean, I think the 64 version would be an easy ace for Switch Online, but licensing. 
Right. If it was on Switch Online, I'd be so excited. I just don't think oh. it's gonna come. Yeah, but I, I, I was also just thinking about those collections. It's always fun when you like, especially in the case of like Advance Wars um, or um, Mega Man. You like, or you know those Metroid collections? What's a Metroid collection? Yeah, Metroid Prime Trilogy on Wii. You play a character that basically levels up, and then you you move the story forward by moving towards the next game, and that is like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're fair. That's kind That's of fair. odd sometimes. There was two Legends games, right? I thought there was only one, but there was two, I think. No, there's Mega Man Legends and Mega Man Legends 2. They were working on the third one, but that got canceled. And then they, canceled. Never, they never did it, yeah. Yeah, it got canceled, which was unfortunate. That one was coming to 3DS, I believe. Um, Let's see, what else? Uh, what, do you, what is next for us, Dave? What's next? Um, For us? Well, I don't know. I think I'll... Uh, Continue streaming my games. Right. Pick, pick that up again. Um, might be Nintendo, might be not. Depends on what I'm feeling like that day. Um, I've been playing Nintendo still. Um, uh, I mentioned to you before, I'm working currently on Demon Turf. That one's kind of a difficult platformer, in my opinion. Right. There is a, there is a way to speedrun all those levels, but I do believe that is not my forte. Uh, might not try that. I might do the second visit of each level because it's slightly different. Gotcha. But other than that, yeah, like I said, we'll pick up streaming and um, go from there. Take some time to myself as well. Relax. Chillax. Rest. I need sleep, man. I hear you. I, um, I'm going to do something similar. I have some IRL stuff i got to take care of, so my streaming and YouTube will be a little bit on hiatus. Maybe not mm -hmm. even... I don't know. I might not do anything until June regarding that, but if I do, it'll be like little pockets here and there. And I'm going on my honeymoon in May, so yeah. You know, taking some time for IRL, for sure. Um, I know you're coming to visit. Uh, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> I don't know about all that, but yeah, um... Definitely, we're not going anywhere. Discord's going to be around. Dave and I are still going to be on each other's streams, playing games, and yep. hanging out. We'll still have our Twitter and well, our respective Twitters. And mm -hmm. yeah, definitely for sure, not going anywhere. We're just not going to have the podcast. And that's okay. Fra Frank has told me he's going to become a full time old school RuneScape streamer. Right. Varrock Sewers for life, bro. <laughs> uh, switch, life cycle. Prediction. What do you think? When do you think it's coming out? When do you think they're announcing it? And what do you think the price is? Um, end of this year, next year, uh, 350 USD. Wow, I'm literally in the same boat. I actually <laughs> agree with you 100%. <laughs> the only thing I might change is I could see them announcing it well, I guess we could talk about it. They had they had they announced that like Nintendo E3, whatever we're mm -hmm. calling it, Nintendo Play, whatever the hell it's called. I think they announce it there if they're going to announce it because it would just make sense. And if they don't, they do like its own event. And yeah, they 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 bring it out next year, 350, 400 is like the max, but I don't see them doing 400. And here's hoping it has themes. It has themes. That would be nice. So yeah, the thing is, um, I don't Nintendo even need to can't have themes. I don't. I just need eShop music. Sorry. 
no problem. See, if you're in the case, in this case, you know, if Nintendo had no absolute rivals, it would be fine. But then Steam Deck came along, and yeah. that one's doing gangbusters as well, actually. But you know, luckily, and that, Nintendo develops that also, games much more often than Valve does. So they have all their exclusives to rely on. Yes, but you get that situation. Yes, but despite that, with the cheapest option of Steam Deck being three ninety nine, I think three fifty should be their absolute maximum for Nintendo to to uh, yeah unless to be able to unless the Steam the Switch somehow has more has better specs than the Steam Deck, which I just don't see happening. I can no, see the because... screen being better, but I don't think anything else. Right, because Steam Deck is actually a little amazing piece of hardware, despite the fact it only has like five seconds battery life. Yeah, well, that is a big issue for sure. <laughs> but so, no, I mean, and, I, I, I don't know. I kind of wish the Switch. I mean, the Switch has okay battery life. Like, it's not phenomenal because we all know the Goat is the DS battery. Like, that thing never died. I just it just None never died. Mm-hmm. Like I, I mean, the 3DS was also really good. That thing lasted forever. But like the DS, you could play. You would leave that. You could play. Leave that thing on sleep mode. Do whatever you want. Like days, days. Or the PS3 controller, unmatched. Days never died. So I agree. <laughs> I could pick that up and you know uh, just leave my PlayStation 3 for weeks. Pick it up and it would still go. Yeah, and I have to charge my PS5 like every other time I use the controller. So it's like, gosh, that was that was such a weird transitional period that Xbox 360 and PS3 because that was a er- period where Xbox was like, our controller still comes with wires, and PlayStation was like, all our controllers are wireless. <laughs> and then they switched to wireless, and they still use batteries on their controllers, but offer charging, which is odd. I don't understand. They have to have some deal with like Duracell or something. Mm-hmm. Xbox was really weird in that regard, in my opinion. Like, yeah, yeah. Hmm, it's weird. You know, it's weird when Nintendo, fan. you can charge your controllers, but you can't on <laughs> on Xbox. I mean, that was one thing that Nintendo picked up really early. After GameCube, everything was wireless. <laughs> yeah, they they were like, "Damn, the WaveBird sells really well. We should make them all." Although the GameCube controllers have pretty long wires. Um, they did. They did, and then. Yeah, that was another thing that I was surprised that Nintendo adapted relatively early on. After Wii U, they went uh, USB-C. I which did not is, expect that for the Switch. Which it took the Vita a whole two iterations to do. Because you know, we always not have it. it. It's like that pick and choose with Nintendo. Like, yep, everything wireless will hop on USB-C immediately. But then they just drag their feet on achievements and online. <laughs> yeah. Everything wireless, we have all these great cool things. You can do this. You can literally play handheld or, or TV mode second apart mm-hmm. from each other, but you still need a 12-digit friend code to add friends. Like That bruh. actually has a reason that I'm okay with. I get the reason. I don't... doesn't mean I like it. I get it. I, I kind of think there's a way around it if you... I feel like if you... They could do it to where... If you have parental controls on, you have a friend code, you need to add people that way. If you don't, then you can just add people's username and you're good. Like, I feel like they could do something. I don't know. This is me. It is what it right. is. Right. They could do something, maybe. But I also like the idea of, like, you know, one one code and you can 
um, you know, you can have your name be whatever you want. Your username is not unique. Just your name is unique. Uh, your it's, number is unique. It's better than the 3DS where you both had to add each other. <laughs> That's true. Like, that was annoying. Like, oh, add me and I'll add you back. Like, nah, bro, just send me a friend request and I'll accept it in like seven years when I look at my pending request from Twitter from <laughs> 2016. Um, but, yeah. Um, also, I do believe that with the Nintendo Switch... Uh, with the Nintendo account that we have now, um, your co your friend code, your friends, everything will move on to the next console. I I can fully see that happening. Yeah, I mean they said their Switch Online was going to move forward, so I think that's definitely for sure. I mean it would be stupid so, not to. Right, I agree. Which kind of not to? Which kind of think makes me think maybe they're drip feeding games for that reason. Yes, that is what I agreed to as well. They repeat those games because we want to have something to release next generation console as well. And we're getting Chrono Trigger with the Switch too. I'm with it. I'm so excited. We are never getting Chrono Trigger. Square Enix put that franchise in the same vault where Nintendo put F-Zero and you will never see it again. I think we'll see F-Zero before Chrono Trigger, actually. Hmm. For real. You think um, so? I do, because the next nostalgic game that Square is working on remaking is Dragon Quest 3. They're putting it in the Octopath style, so yeah, I do. I think we're gonna see it before then. That was um, announced like an age ago. Yeah, I almost three years ago now. Along with Dragon Quest 12. We actually That's watched the, the presentation together. Does that wow, three years ago for Dragon Quest 3? It may have been two and a half, but yeah. we they That's the same direct they announced Dragon Quest 12. They did the Square Enix one and it was at like 12 a.m. because it was in Japan time and we were like, why are we awake? Wait um, a second. Hang on. When did Octopath Traveler release? 2018. The so that was one. Octopath, the first one. And when did Triangle Strategy release? Mm, this year. Last year? End of last year? Summer? I don't remember. Uh, March 4, 2022. Okay, there you go. So yeah, it was last year. So, this says the Dragon Quest 3 HD 2D remake official Japanese trailer dropped May 27th, 2021. So, almost two years ago. So, you're telling me that it takes this long to push those graphics into No, I'm 3D? not saying anything. I'm saying it has to be next on their dock. Like, it has to be. I mean, I, I feel like, I don't, I'm sure it's not the same team, but they're obviously prioritizing Final Fantasy 16 right now. Um, and then they'll no, probably no, 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 do no. Dragon Quest next. No, no, no. We both know what Square Enix is doing. They're, cu they're currently riding the success of this Power Wash simulator. I'm really excited about the Power Wash simulator hype. With more paid DLC. Well, paid DLC, not more. And new content and free content. Like, give me all that. This is a great <laughs> game. Square Enix, known for RPGs and power washing. I mean, <laughs> what more could you want? Um, um, I... Go ahead. I was going to say that I think the we are not done with Switch games. I think we are done with games possibly new IPs on Switch for sure. And I also think we're done with like huge main series updates for the normal Switch. I think we're going to get That might be true. We're going to get like smaller games or ports for the rest of it. You know how they did with towards the end of the 3DS life cycle? Yeah. I think the same thing's going to happen. Um, so like your potential to see these other quote unquote 
rumored GameCube release re-releases. Totally plausible. Uh, yeah, the, or, the Switch was a GameCube porting machine, wasn't it? Yeah, or like your wacky games. I mean, hey, we still got Fantasy Life, which is going to take up like my whole time once that comes out. Because I need to oh, get right. every class to 99. Right. So, yeah, you know, we're going to get... We're we're in the experimental era as they try to flesh out whatever switch to whatchamacallit they're gonna make. That's my opinion. I'm 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 so convinced it'll come sooner rather than later. Yeah, like I said, I mean it's not out of the realm that it comes this year. It could at the end of this year happen. I don't know. But no, I think it's I'm... likely that it comes next year. I, I think next year. I don't. I, I don't see this year happening. Nintendo is still riding that last um, wave of success. I, I'm just saying and, I wouldn't count it out. It could happen, and I wouldn't be surprised. Once again, the only way I see Switch Two happening this year is if Metroid Prime Four is a launch title and it releases the same uh, day and date, which isn't out of possibility. Because no mean, one has said anything about Metroid Prime 4 since they apologized and restarted it. <laughs> so, I mean, it's not... It, it could happen. I um, want us to forget that game. Well, you know, Sega doesn't want us to forget Sonic because they keep updating their Sonic games. Oh, yeah. Sonic uh, Origins Plus. Which, like I said but, uh, prior to the recording, they're doing the Capcom model of releasing 17 versions of the same game. And I hate that. <laughs> and I mean, their other game, Sonic, uh, what the hell is it called? Frontiers. Frontiers, still getting updates. That's cool. I'm with that. Isn't there a story DLC plan too? Um, maybe. I'm not entirely sure what, the, what their uh, idea is. I don't know. I'm just excited. I, I did beat it finally, though, so that's good. There you go. I think there's still a good amount the Switch has to offer. And... While I think the Switch 2 is coming sooner than, you know, like you and I agree on timeline, I just, they'll probably do similar to what they did with the Wii U and just release them on both. It would be silly not to. Right. Uh, we'll see how that works. Uh, yeah, I can see that happening, especially for like Metroid and I, I still think Switch 2 is going to be backwards compatible. Yeah, me too. I hope, really. So my collection can stay relevant. Yes, um, exactly for that reason, because I have like a bajillion RPGs I still need to beat in the thing. That's what I'm saying, dude. Uh, what was your favorite sort of podcast time here on Nintendo Rama? Did you have one? Podcast time? Yeah, like memory episode thing. I don't know. Uh, honestly, I always loved the ones after a Nintendo Direct because there was so much to talk about. Because we're always hyped, yeah. Those were a yes. lot of fun. I always enjoy the, doing those. The directs, the announcements, you know, even if I wasn't hyped for something, you might have been another way around. You know, we, we always had something good to talk about. Those were, those were, in my opinion, some of the best. I like that one, or those ones in general. Like, directs were always just fun to talk about. Um, mm -hmm. It was cool when we got to see the Nintendo Switch, like, outsell the PS, the Wii and the PS1. That was cool. Yep. And, you know... The expansion pack that was a, that was awesome. Like we got to cover that and see the Animal Crossing DLC and sixty four games were a reality and you know uh, we also talked about it, a bunch of delays that happened. <laughs> yes, and even 
Uh, you even eventually got me to buy it. The expansion pass plus. There you go. You eventually did buy it. Hell, we were still talking about Smash Brothers when we started this podcast because they were still announcing characters. Ugh. Which is I actually crazy to think about. Like those I miss hype that. moments. <laughs> like who is going to be the next character? And like, it was it was always fun, and you know, a lot of people saw like you know the last character coming being uh, what's his face. Um, uh, now I can't come up with it. Sora from Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people, a lot of people saw it coming, but a lot of um, people didn't see it coming. You get it? Like it was just there, right? <laughs> and and that was that was like such a relatively well guarded secret, because think about it this way: when Masahiro Sakurai announced that the, that the second wave of DLC would be getting six characters instead of five. Yeah, they already point. had closed all those deals to make that happen. Good and point. And that announcement was like a, a good year in advance. That was some well guarded secret. Except Helen. that one post, that one post on 4chan where somebody was like, "Nintendo contacted Disney for Kingdom Hearts music," and, and there you go. That turned out to be that turned out to be true. They even had the exact date that it was going to be announced. That was. So wild. And, and I mean, and when we started the podcast in 2021, we were still, you know, dealing with COVID and whatnot. And we weren't even sure if we were going to get a direct again because we went so long without one. And then we got that really cool one in September with Dread and all that and the OLED. Yeah. So, yeah, we have been through a lot with the podcast and just the Switch in general. And it's been an emotional roller coaster, I think. I, I, I still remember that well when I was like, Oh, they announced Metroid 5? Why didn't they just call it Metroid Dread? They've been sitting on that title forever, and then they did. And it was like, wowzer, Dave was right. Here we are. <laughs> we're, we're doing things, we're moving. But then again, you know what? I should have seen that coming, because Metroid Fusion is also just called Metroid 4, and Super Metroid is also just called Metroid 3 in the title sequence. So, yeah, it... It gives a good timeline that way. It's not confusing. You know that Thread is 5, and Fusion is 4, and Super is 3, and 2 is 2, and Metroid is Metroid. Have I'm you played any think... of those recently? Mm, no, I'm still trying to start Prime eventually. Uh, I, 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 I beat all five of them now. I'm working on Prime. Well, no, I mean, I no, that's a lie. That's a lie. No, I, that's a lie. I still didn't beat two. I mean, I want to play Pokemon Stadium, too, now that it's out on the uh, 64 online. Oh, that was my question to you. Do you ever think we're going to get the Pokemon games, the Game Boy yes. or Game Boy Advance games on the Switch? Yes. Yeah, I do, or too. I think it's just a matter of when. I think that will be, honestly, the thing that will keep the Switch um, alive the longest, quote-unquote. Like, if... Yeah, Nintendo maybe. Switch Online is going to be compatible between Switch and Switch 2, whatever it's going to be called. Right. Um, it's going to be the case, right? It, it, it's got to be. Like, they update one, they might as well update both. And that keeps that library going on the Switch 1 for the people that still have that, and, you know, 
to give them something for the console that is slowly, you know, becoming less and less relevant. Because you know how Nintendo is, as soon as a new console drops, the old one becomes like the garbage dump of like some last games and that's it. I I just hope that Nintendo does not fumble the bag with their next game console. That's all I want. That's all I want. And I know you say that, but then at the same time, I also still feel like, hey, um, maybe fumble it a little bit so that they get humbled a little bit more so that it's not like, yeah, oh, we're too, we're, too, we're too mighty to fall. That's fair. I just don't want them to fall to the ground. Like, you can fall to, like, a lower level. What's that game called? Uh, Jump King? Or what, no, what is it? Is that what it's yeah, called? Yeah, Jump King, yes. Yeah, don't fall all the way to the start of the level. Just, like, halfway is cool. Like, I'm, I'm fine with that. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, don't do a Wii U after your Switch. Do a... Super Nintendo after your NES? No, because they're supposed awesome consoles. <laughs> do a GameCube, but man. Do a GameCube. A solid console, great games. It's just, you know, it wasn't the right time for it. That's, yeah, that's maybe. what we want. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. But it'll be better than the GameCube because it'll have the Switch uh, backwards compatibility and we'll be good. It should be. Anything else to add, sir? Not on that regard. What about in general? Oh, Mario movie. We both saw it. What do you think? Oh, it was a great movie. I laughed. I laughed so hard at that movie sometimes. There was there some was, good scenes in that. There were some pretty funny uh, jokes and just references. Dude, I'm telling... Did you... You saw what I mean, right? There was references to references within references. It was crazy. Yeah, it was so much. It was so much to see. Like... At some point, you, you can't pay attention to all the references because some of them I missed when I, when I looked at, you know, videos later. For example, and, you know, we're going to go into spoiler territory here. Frank and I both saw the movie, so spoiler oh. territory for the entire movie. And now, okay, so basically what I'm saying is there was so much that, like, you have to watch it frame by frame by frame to catch everything at one point. Like, yes! Because, especially like, in the beginning, like, where they're just in Brooklyn, bro, psh, get the heck out of here with that. Okay, awesome. so first example of something that's just a small background detail. Have you read have you read the ticker on the news? Hold on. I'm not I'm not up to date on all of my spoilers here, Dave. I did not read the ticker on the news. Or maybe okay. I did and I forgot. So what is it? Like it's like it's like such a subtle little detail. It's it talks about giant crabs in the sewers on the Brooklyn, which is a reference to the sidesteppers in Mario Bros, the arcade game. Oh yes, yes. It's like the small little details. Um, well, Mayor got reelected. Yeah, yeah. Mayor got reelected, so that's obviously Pauline. Um, they. Oh yes, I did see that. And Pauline, I feel like I don't know if they showed her, but they. Yeah, they like heavily alluded to that. Um, they showed. I don't know, just like the the when they're going through the construction site in the beginning how that's literally world one one just in a construction version like the same exact setup the question block and all that it was just looked like a construction site instead and then mm -hmm. they went down to the sewers and it was it's it literally said like level one two and i'm like that is yes. such a cool little nod and, and as uh, soon as soon as it said level one two it started playing the underground team yes. like as soon as yeah, dude as the music as... was so good like the orchestrated versions of all the uh mm -hmm. Uh, they had a, I mean, you could tell here and there, 
Charles Martinet's voice was here and there playing uh, in certain um, characters. I think he played two characters, if I'm not mistaken. He does play. He plays Giuseppe, yeah. who is the excited um, Mario-looking. He kind of, Giuseppe kind of looks like Jumpman from um, the original Donkey Kong game. You know, which was also in the game, ref, which was also in the movie as a reference multiple times. Yep. Yeah, the arcade that that uh, Giuseppe plays is Jumpman. Um, yeah. Uh, so that was Charles Martinet, and Charles Martinet's voice uh, character. I'm surprised Nintendo approved Mario's dad. Yeah, that was really cool that they did that. And fun they fact showed, about like, the whole family. Yeah, fun fact about that: those character designs were actually created by Nintendo a while ago, but they never used them in the game. So they were like, "Hey, you want to create Mario's extended family? Have our designs. This is what we approve of." And now they're <laughs> canon. Now they're um... canon. We got, yeah, and, like, Punch-Out, Pizzeria. Like, that was the cool thing, like, referencing other games. Like, yes. Punch-Out, and he played um, uh, Kid Icarus he, on the NES. He played Kid Icarus. He had a, an R-Wing in his room. He had an R-Wing. I saw Duck Hunt mentioned. Um, I saw like, Duck Hunt mentioned, like, two or three times. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, man. There was even the flashlight with Luigi at one point like there was a few times when he had the flashlight for luigi's mansion i was i was screaming i'm like i need a luigi's mansion movie right now Uh, what about instead of an entire movie a luigi's mansion short i would i would be fine if it was in this art style or something similar like that whole scene when when he gets transported Mm -hmm. that was great it was great and yeah even smaller stuff like little nods like when he's fighting Donkey Kong, and you see Diddy and Dixie, and then Diddy has the bongos from Donkey Konga and just the other... I was like, dude, there's so many crazy things in this movie. Like, uh, like okay, when they, go, when they go actually plumbing that first house with the lady with hilarious. the dog... Yeah. Yes, the lady has, like, wallpaper decoration hanging up. That's just a design from the castles in Super Mario Bros. 3. Yes, yes. It's, it's like, everywhere. You can't look away for a second. You'll miss a reference. And they had, um, they go through the different levels at one point. Like, you can recognize some of them are, like, uh... Bob on Battlefield? Bob on Battlefield, and one of them was, uh, from Odyssey, the, what the hell was it called? Yep, um, the, the Sand, Ca- Sand the, Kingdom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, stuff like that was cool, and, I mean, Peach was a badass. I was like, damn, Peach be out here really doing things. And then there was a slight tease to Mario Galaxy. Where mm-hmm. there's like a universe with a lot of galaxies, and then we saw uh, Luma Lee, the Luma. Mm-hmm. That was sick. The chronically depressed Luma. <laughs> and Cranky Kong being like one of the main characters for a little bit. That was cool. You know what's funny? I, I wondered why is Cranky the king, right? But then I realized that makes sense because I. You know, Donkey Kong in the original arcade game, climbing up the girders, holding a holding a woman. That's a reference to King Kong. Cranky is the King Kong. Cranky right. is the one from the arcade. It makes so much sense. <laughs> right. And you have the Mario Kart scene, and they even played the Mario Kart like getting ready music where they pick their cars. I was like, this that was is, so great. This is great. And the power ups and the power ups when the game were cool. And then when they even like didn't announce anything, but they had little nods to other characters, like, you saw King Bomb and King Boo. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, you saw the, you saw the post-credit credit trailer, right? I did see the post-credit trailer. Yoshi? Do you think it's a sequel, or do you think it's, like, a spin-off, or what do you think? I don't know, actually. Um, 
a lot of people are like, well, why is it Yoshi? We already saw Yoshi's earlier in like uh, Yoshi's Island. There's like this short Yoshi's Island scene. Yes, which was cool. And I was sad that he wasn't a main character, but I'll allow it. I'll wait. And people are like, so why is Yoshi here? The important part is Yoshi is in Brooklyn, not the Mushroom Kingdom, which means that the events of the movie have ramifications on the entire world, even outside the Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah, they're leaning into the Sonic side of things a little bit, but keeping it animated, where like it blends yes. the game versus the real world. Because it makes sense. Yeah. No, it does. It was solid. Also, and I thought all the voice acting was good. What did you think of the voice acting? It was good. It was not too jarring with um, um, Chris Pratt. And he no, used the jarring. catchphrases, I think, pretty okay. They weren't terrible at all. The one thing I would say is that Mario, you know, says Mamma Mia maybe one too many times. Yeah, yeah. I hear like, you. I feel like they leaned a little too heavy in the Mamma Mia. And it's usually like something bad is happening and it slows down. Mamma Mia. Like, ugh, I, I couldn't. After the third time, I was like, okay, we get it. He says Mamma Mia. <laughs> I thought the DK rap was great showing in there. And when he was drifting in Mario Kart and you saw his... His, his pink boost. The pink boost, and it was, like, in yep. there. I'm like, wow, this... They, this the people crazy. who made this movie probably love the games. It's kind of like... Sonic did it, though, as well. Like, there are so many references in the Sonic movies, too. But this one cranked that up to, like, a bajillion. Yeah. I mean, his bedroom alone has, like, a thousand references in it. And I could have sworn in one of the scenes, like, towards the end, Nintendo referenced themselves, like, where they started. And there was, like, mm. a, a card reference, like, to playing cards from back in the day. Not necessarily oh, yeah. Hanafuda, but, like, similar. Oh, no, I, I think they actually did show Hanafuda cards at some point. But it was just but cool how they did that. Like, there was just so many references. I was like, yeah. what the hell is going on? I'm surprised. Okay, there's a couple of things that surprised me that Nintendo approved. Okay? Bear with me here. Um, the, the, origin story. the origin story, again. Mario Luigi being from Brooklyn. I thought Nintendo wanted to get rid of all that. <clears throat> yeah, but they didn't. Leaned right <clears throat> into it. Nintendo um, approved Mario's family. Something that, you know, they only hinted at in, like, Yoshi's Island. Right. They showed like the outlines of the parents, but never the full parents. That's the other thing. They showed baby Mario and baby Luigi, which is cool. Yes, they did. That was surprising. Um, Peach not being from the Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah, they kind of left it ambiguous. That was nice. I, I thought that was an interesting little Peach, thing. But it's also kind of confirmed that she is not from the same world as Mario is. She's a human, but not from the same world. Because the pipe that she, she comes out of... Because the pipe that she comes out of into the Mushroom Kingdom is ground level, whereas the pipe that Mario comes out of is, like, high up. He falls. Right. They're not, they're not the same world, from what I can tell. I'm interested to um, see how that's going to work. So, yeah, Peach not being a Mushroom Kingdom resident, that's, uh, or, like, born there. That's, that's wild to me that they approved that. Um, the Super Mario Bros. Super Show team. What? They approved that. <laughs> oh yeah, that was that was the thing, wasn't it? They put that in the they put that in the movie. I I fully expected that only to be for like promotional materials, but no, approved by Nintendo. Like that's crazy. It, it, this movie was a Shigeru Miyamoto production. This guy usually stifles all creativity, from what I've heard. Like, hey, we want to make it, you know, marketable and safe. 
That that's not what this movie was. No, you're right. Definitely right. I I thought it was great. Because, you know, they, they kind of did that with Sonic, you know? Because Sonic, as a movie, is a good movie. It's, it's enjoyable it to watch. It has Sonic. It has some elements from the games. It has Sonic. Uh, it has Eggman. It has his flying machine, you know? It even has the teleporting rings. But other than that, it's a very grounded-in-reality movie. Like, mm-hmm. I'm with you. You know, Mario is a very video game movie because, you know, you have, they have power-ups. When you get hit once, you shrink. Um, you know, that, that's such a very video gamey mechanic. They have floating blocks. They have, you know, Mario questions it at some point, like, oh, these blocks just fly here. But that's all the reference to, like, the why. Yeah, there were some got. funny things in there. And, like, how he um, eats mushrooms, I thought that was funny. He can jump really high, you know. He, it, oh, my God. You know what my favorite scene in the movie was? Which one? When him and Donkey Kong team up. And Donkey Kong gets the fire powers, and then they just go on this montage for like thirty seconds of dodging, dipping all the way up to the top. Uh, that is amazing. That felt like I felt like I was watching a Marvel movie where like all the superheroes mm-hmm. come together and like fight things, and they do those six cinematographic uh, angles. That's what I thought I was watching when I watched that. Like I could watch that all day of Mario and Donkey Kong just dodging and destroying yeah. enemies. That scene is so perfect. It was great. I I was like screaming i was like this is great yeah it was cool it was definitely awesome oh there was one more thing that surprised me how they defeated bowser i expected them you know like oh classic mario they, they toss him off a bridge into lava or something right. right no they beat him up they like full-on wrestle yeah they even did the the tail swing up. and everything yeah like i did not and then expect they gave him the blue to- mushroom <laughs> Yeah, I, I did not expect him to fully just beat him to a pulp, basically. Yeah. No, it was a, it was really good. I thought it was an awesome movie. I'm very excited for the future of Nintendo's animations, whether they're TV shows or movies, because they're definitely going to make more. One, okay, now, now a question, right? So we know how the movie ends. Um, Bowser gets beaten, he eats a blue mushroom, he shrinks, they put him in a jar, funny reference to Mario 3D World, um, and yep. then they put him in, they put him in jail. However, early in the movie, when Mario is fighting Donkey Kong, um, Mario also accidentally grabs a tiny mushroom, thinking it's a regular mushroom, and, you know, he shrinks too. Right. And then he gets hit, and he grows. What right. is stopping Bowser from just smacking his head in the piano and becoming regular size again? Right. Well, that's for the second movie. <laughs> um, I'm excited, man. Like, they can do other movies. They can do other series, you know. They can try it with different... IPs they have. Uh, I think it... I don't know. I think... Let me let me check. I mean, it sold really well. Uh, you know, Dude. like, sales-wise. I mean, it's not like they're not... They, they, like, destroyed every record for an animated movie that's ever been held in one time. Um, they. I think the highest one was... Uh, what do you call it? Um, Frozen 2. And mm-hmm. it just knock that out <laughs> do you think do you think it's true that um a second movie not per se mario is already in the works so the rumors have it it's going to be zelda and when will it be announced i think it's in the works i think it's going to be announced sooner than we think but i think it's going to come out later so I'm going to say 
conservatively 2025, the movie date. But I think it gets announced much sooner than the Mario... Well, maybe not. Maybe Because Mario movie took a while. I think it gets announced sooner than we think. You know, sooner after this Mario movie. So, we'll see. You think it's sooner than the Mario movie? I do. Um... And I think the next Mario game is going to have a reference to the movie somewhere in it. If uh, I, I think it would be silly if they didn't do that. Hmm. So. I mean, that was another question I just had. Like, where do you go after this? Because, you know, we, we had... Galaxy, um, man. I mean, yes, but... We also have, like... You know, for the Sonic movie, it kind of worked. Because, you know, in the first Sonic movie, they banished Eggman to a different planet, and he makes his way home with the help of Knuckles. So, for Wait, a while, we have... What? Oh, you haven't no, seen I'm it kidding. yet? I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I thought you had seen it. Anyway, so in the second movie, he finds his way back with the help of Knuckles, so we have a secondary antagonist. Um, would we need a secondary antagonist for Bowser? Because, or can we yeah. just pull off Bowser again? I think they could try and use, like, King Boo or King Bomb or Bowser Jr. or something like that, you know? Like, incorporate those characters. I don't see why not. They're already almost all shown. Maybe. And then we could, and then we could see the Koopalings. Weren't the Koopalings in that one scene? Yeah, but, like, you know, like, full force. Like, really get in there and... Do some damage. That was um, another thing that was. And then we could see Wario and Waluigi, maybe. That was. That was. Yeah, those could be the secondary antagonists. You know, like um, what, what game was it? Wario. Um, uh, Wario. Mario Tennis, where Mario. Uh, no, Bowser recruits Wario and Waluigi to help fight Mario and Luigi. Yeah, but then like they have like some weird, like symbolistic thing at the end, and they all team up against Bowser. Yeah. That. that then they go it. back you to know, hating each other. Wario and Luigi could be like the antagonists. Yeah, they got they got plenty of material to work with. I'm not worried about it. The Zelda because, movie um, is a is much more of a like, are they going to do it at all? And if they did, how would they do it? Right. Than anything else. They might have an easier time with a different IP, to be honest. <laughs> I don't know. Um, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. See, I think I want them to wait with Galaxy for just a little bit longer because I don't want them to run into the um, the issue that Marvel currently has, you know? Um, because Marvel, lots of great movies, but then it all culminated in Infinity War and Endgame, in my opinion. That's where it culminated. And I feel like they lost direction after that. Well, I know we not- they're building up we- a whole second set right now. Right now, it's the multiverse saga, they call it. But I feel like it's a little unhinged. Like, you have some movies that are part of the multiverse, like uh, Multiverse of Madness and Spider-Man No Way Home. They're all part of the multiverse, Dave, even if you don't think they are. But then you have movies like Thor that feel like independent movies. They they are not part of that. They are and they aren't. But in the all-encompassing thing, I just feel like there's no coherent story yet like like um how am i trying to say this like spider-man no, I, I no way you. home it, no it, way it, home you know they need it, a main I, character to really get going and that's the the later movies that they have planned are going to really start that up like the secret invasion show that they have coming out and mm-hmm. the 
Marvel's movie that they just announced coming in the fall is going to really start setting the tone for the multiverse thing. Here is the problem I currently have with it with Marvel, and I know we're drifting off from Mario, and but this is exactly why we're doing that. We know, we know, we we've seen the titles, we seen the announcements. The overarching art, uh, the overarching villain currently seems to be Kang. Yeah, but I feel Kang has not made his appearance known enough yet. Um, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. Have you seen? But Thanos did the otherwise? same thing with yep. like six movies before they showed him. It was just yes. like post credits trailers. But okay, let me let me. Have you seen Loki? Yeah, I've seen them all. I'm I'm caught up. So you've also seen Quantumania? I've seen it all. I'm caught up. Okay, so and I believe in Loki. Do they do? Do they not defeat a version of Kang? Uh, the, the one who remains or something is his name. I don't know if they do. Well, they defeat, but then they also awaken the fact that now there's more than one at the same time. Right. So he's defeated out of the picture. Fine. And then Quantumania defeat a second Kang. Kang doesn't seem to have as important of an impact because, you know, he's not this looming threat yet. Like, every looming threat that was Kang has been dealt with. Hmm. Yeah, but... And I don't, I don't want... So, what I don't want for the Nintendo movies to happen is that they shoot for the moon too fast. Like, Mario Galaxy was... You know, a culmination of years and years of Mario games before it. We had Mario Land, Mario World, Mario Bros, Mario in a castle. We had Mario on an island. The moon was the next, you know, space was the next logical place. That was like years and years and years. I feel we still have plenty of exploration to do in the Mario, you know, universe before going off into space and breaking that barrier open. Like we still have, we've only seen Yoshi's Island once. We've, you know... um, yeah, uh, they could, could totally do, do Yoshi's Island. Yoshi's Island, Sun, you know, Delfino Island, we could go to... Um, oh my god, I would so be excited if they did Delfino. We, you know, there, there is still plenty to explore on the Mario world before breaching into space and losing focus. Yeah, no, I because... hear you. I'm with you. I, I get it. I'm just saying, that definitely is not out of the realm. Like, I think we'll eventually get one. Eventually. Um, maybe, maybe like for a third or fourth movie, I would want to see a galaxy. But not for a second movie. That's just too soon. Yeah, no, I get it. So yeah, overall, solid. Really happy with it. They did a good job. I, my, my fears were quelled as soon as it started. Honestly. Um, anything else you want to mention before we start signing out here? Um, yeah, I'm still looking forward to what Nintendo has in store for us. Um, I did pre-order some games, as I mentioned earlier, so it's not like I'm leaving Nintendo behind by leaving Nintendo Rama behind. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we got the Mega Man Collection, we got Advance Wars, we got Zelda, we got Pikmin 3, um, we got a bunch of third-party and, you know, AAA games coming out. It's, you know, Nintendo's still thriving. They still have, yeah. I mean, they have a new OLED model, uh, version with this with uh what is it called tears of the kingdom coming out in like two weeks so i uh yeah but yeah that's one of the things right now you know we we do the podcast basically weekly um and right now there's just not much going on so it feels like a perfect time to wind down in that you know there's not much there's news but not 
a lot of it. It's just yeah. We I need Nintendo Switch. to rev up their online services. Is what I need them to do. Right. It's it's it's. Nintendo is winding down with the releases, and so are we. I feel it's a, it's a good matchup in timing. <laughs> there you go. It's a good matchup for us to adjourn. Do you have anything else to add lately? Uh, not really. I'm just excited for what's to come, like you said, for Nintendo. And I think we did a good job with the podcast, and I'm happy we did it. And it was definitely fun while it lasted. It was fun. And, you know, if we're ever streaming together, and you happen to drop by, we'll probably still be spouting news from Nintendo. News from Nintendo. We'll have our Discord where we have a news channel, and we talk about Nintendo Maybe if not every day, a few times a week minimum. So yeah. oh, I try to, I, you know, I try to still be in there at least once a day. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, we talk about Nintendo while we're playing games all the time, so it'll never be right. over. But I think that uh, that wraps up this this episode. This that wraps up this episode and this podcast. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, again, and uh, we'll see you in another form of content coming soon. Have a great one, everybody, and I hope you'll see you around. Thanks again, all. Later. Bye.